the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is proudly sponsored by Thatchface, taming beards and saving lives. Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. You are tuned in to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, hosted by Troy, Jay and Aaron. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. I couldn't think of anything smart to say. My name is Jay, joined by Troy and Aaron. How are we, chops? Yeah, man, not bad. My mouth hurts. Dentist did a number on me this morning. Aside from that, yeah, I'm all right. Oh, what you yeah. I'm just here, really, in my wee bubble. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you on a come down from Jericho liking one of your tweets? Yeah, yeah. Jericho and Punk within, within 24 hours. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Friends of the podcast, CM Punk the podcast. and Chris Jericho. <laughs> well, I, I can only um, hear out of one ear at the moment, so between us. Jeez, so can speak no evil, I can hear no evil, and Aaron can't leave the house so we can see no one. Um, I, I have literally had to put my phone on Do Not Disturb to do this podcast because it's been non-stop today. Constantly <laughs> ringing. Mr. fucking Twitter sphere celeb. I, I, I remember when I first got Twitter. <laughs> if you don't already follow Aaron for, for daily stats... Where can I get you, Aaron? What's your Twitter? Uh, Aaron Statcliffe, but I've got a funny spelling because, well, I didn't choose my name. Because the nurse. <laughs> you want to tell a story on the podcast? <laughs> Basically, parents couldn't be bothered picking my name at a book, so they got the first one. Still managed to spell it wrong. <laughs> um, um, and we're going to be talking about NXT today. Um if anyone wants to like sort of give us their opinions, where can they find us, Troy? Uh, on Twitter at Untitled Rest Pod uh, or on Facebook at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I thought this was a pretty good episode. Wasn't I enjoyed I'd, it? Yeah. I've just, just been saying then, like, it wasn't like amazing, but it wasn't bad by any means. Yeah, it was just solid all around the show, was, wasn't it? It was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Main event was awesome. Um, yeah, man. But yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, so the show itself starts with another first round. <clears throat> Sorry, mate. I could see you. I could see you sitting there waiting for me to go into it. So I thought I'd just mess with you. Um, <laughs> you've got some tidbits for us. Up, has you know? he not thrown enough of these out on fucking Twitter this week? <laughs> yeah, I thought. I thought seeing as you had do not disturb when you didn't want to talk about tidbits. Um, oh, I mean, we're talking about tidbits. <laughs> Get on with it, you uh, wetty. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> don't have a goal that you don't want to know these delightful tidbits. All right. Tidbits for the boys. <laughs> but also on our social media, let us know if you prefer that when Troy did it or when Aaron does it. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you say Troy, Troy can gladly do them every week. That's my nah, mate. That's all my effort. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, what have you got for us today, then, Aaron? Uh, 20th and 21st of January. Birthdays are a bit dire this time. Uh, 20th, 1978. Joy Giovanni is born. Who? Fucking hell. 
Yeah, that's <laughs> the fucking only birthday for fucking the slim pickings. No, it isn't. Is it on the list? Warden? I seen it was. Oh, have uh, you well. done him over again? Uh, <laughs> from AEW. You like the tweet we put out saying happy birthday? <laughs> Mate, you ain't can't remember what happened yesterday. Fuck. I mean, yeah, yesterday it was just CM Punk liking your, t- liking your tweets today. It's fucking Jericho. <laughs> uh, Joy Giovanni was the lowest rated character in SmackDown vs. Raw 2004. Damn. There you go. The search competitor, wasn't she? Yep. And she was, as you can imagine, not very good at wrestling. <laughs> Don't know why you'd think otherwise, but there you Shit go. Shit at sports entertainment. Um, 1998, on the 20th, on Raw, Owen Hart beat Goldust to become European champ. Oh. Why is this on your list, Aaron? Oh, I'll tell you why. Aaron, it's unusual. Aaron, Aaron because why, why is this on your list? Because <laughs> he, even get it. he doesn't even let us ask now. Yeah, he, gets, <laughs> he expects us not to, so he asks himself. <laughs> it's like, it's like the ramblings of a madman, like he's written out a script, but he's only looking at himself, so he's doing all the parts. <laughs> <laughs> it's unusual because Triple H was a champion, but he was faking an injury to get out of the match, so Commissioner Slaughter, friend of the podcast, replaced him with Goldust dressed as Triple H. Brilliant. Nice. Also, yeah. bring back the European Championship. Put it in yes. NXT UK. Yes. But then what would be bigger, UK or European? Well, That's it's a... NXT UK, so it would be the UK Championship. Anyway, 2002, <laughs> WWE presents Royal Rumble. Uh, matches on the card. Spike Dudley and Taz beating Dudley Boys to retain tag titles. Nice. Uh, William Regal beating Edge for the Intercontinental title uh, Trish beating Jazz to retain the women's title it sounds good but on the actual results page it's 3 minutes and 43 seconds long oh so. Christ this is what I just <laughs> didn't care about women's wrestling <laughs> Christ uh, Ric Flair beat Vince McMahon in a street fight wow hang on what year was this 2002 Two. This was just as Ric Flair was coming back into it, really. I was going to say, yeah. It was just because he comes like, back as the like, buckets, didn't he? half owner. Mm. Yeah, I remember this. Um, Chris Jericho beat Rock to retain undisputed title. Yep. And in the main event, Triple H wins the Royal Rumble from number 22, last eliminating Kurt Angle. Damn. <clears throat> that was when they had Triple H come back on the Raw before, wasn't it? He, Madison he like Square Garden. Oh, yeah. was that when he came back from his quad injury and people went? Yeah, and you just think, oh, imagine like if they had saved that for a fucking surprise return. Jesus, that pop would have probably been like twice as fucking big. Yeah, all all because it was Madison Square Garden. Yeah, that's all it was. Garden. <laughs> Straight to 2014. CM Punk had his last weekly show match for WWE in a singles match versus Billy Gunn. Oh, where have I seen oh, that? What's it in your mouth? Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Friend of the podcast, CM Punk, like my tweet about it. Anyway, on the same show. Look at him, he's still so giddy. <laughs> <laughs> 
On the same show, Batista made a return to WWE since leaving in 2010, declaring himself in the Royal Rumble match. Oh, jeez, I remember that. Oh. Um, 2018, we'll go to Rev Pro, high stakes. Right. Will Ospreay beat Mark Andrews? Uh, all those men, boo them. <laughs> <laughs> Evil and Sonada beat Aussie Open. Oh, damn. That would have been a good match. Uh, Josh Bodom and Zach Gibson beat CCK, Brooks and Banks. Boo, boo Josh Bodom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Curtis Chapman retained the British Cruiserweight title versus Rob Lias. Mm-hmm. Jenny uh, retained the women's title versus Brie Priestley and Millie McKenzie. Nice. And in the main event, to become the new Rev Pro Tag Team Champions, Minoru Suzuki and Zack Sabre Jr. beat Mustache Mountain. Fucking oh. hell. Wow. Oh, that oh. sounds like a fucking belter of a match. That's, yeah, money. Imagine Trent Seven selling for Minoru Suzuki. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> think he was on like death's door, wouldn't you? <laughs> uh, and going to 21st of January in 1983, Maurice is born. Maurice. Maurice. Nice. I can't remember what the lyrics of our song goes, but it's French. For quoi? <laughs> For quoi? Aye. For... <laughs> Le <med. laughs> <laughs> Um, the lyrics are not like meant to be proper filth. Oh, really? Yeah, like absolutely crude. Ooh, I'll go back and because in French they can get away with it. <laughs> I'll translate it and put it up on Twitter for you. Oh, please okay. do. <laughs> Maybe Maurice <laughs> might like it. Maybe, you might, maybe. You might need a couple more than one tweet for that. <laughs> Only got 180 characters. Um. <laughs> In 1998, on the 21st, WWE presents Royal Rumble. And oh, you bastard, what a card. Oh, Ooh, you bastard. Oh. <laughs> Listen to this stacked card. Which year was this? Sorry, 98? 1990. 1990. Okay. Uh, Bushwhackers beat the fabulous Rougeaus. Nice. Yeah. Beefcake versus the Genius ended in a double DQ. <laughs> the Genius. <laughs> <laughs> So he like the manager for the Beverly Brothers. <laughs> yeah, Macho Man's brother. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's it. R- Ronnie Garvin beat Greg Valentine. Greg the Hammer Valentine. The Hammer. <laughs> respect on his name. <laughs> <laughs> and Hacksaw Jim Duggan beat the Big Boss Man. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Put emphasis on his name, gosh, yeah. Jay. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I was just, I was just a little bit deflated after you didn't uh, give the hammer the respect he deserves. <laughs> like he always looks deflated. <laughs> and in the main event, Hulk Hogan wins a rumble from number twenty-five, last eliminating Mister Perfect. Damn. Now. Even the rumble itself is a bit dark, so I'm pretty sure one of the nasty boys are in the final four on that one. Fucking hell. That was the year when everyone thought Perfect was going to win it, wasn't it? Yeah. Pro- probably yeah. should have won it. Probably you know, win it? Probably should have won it, rather. It, it didn't quite work for the Hulkster brother. Nah. <laughs> Politicking <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Gotta make Teddy look strong. 
but the boys, I hope you like talking about Royal Rumble pay-per-views because in 1996, WWE presents the Royal Rumble. Yes, I love Royal Rumbles. You're okay yeah. to mention these. It's when you start talking about TNA that I've got issues. <laughs> <laughs> There's still time. Don't, don't uh, do it. <laughs> you're, you're lucky. There's no TNA. He saved, he saved that for Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> um, WWE Royal Rumble 1996 Ahmed Johnson beat Jeff Jarrett by DQ oh the pop there boys oh. <laughs> how goes mild there next <laughs> two, two people that I couldn't give any less fucks about <laughs> smoking guns beat the body donors <laughs> the body donors <laughs> Uh, Goldust beat Razor Ramon for the Intercontinental title. I remember that being a really good match, actually. Mm. Uh, Sean Michaels won the Royal Rumble from number 18, last eliminating Diesel. Oh, is that the first or second time he won it? Second. Second. Uh, and Undertaker beat Hart in the main event by DQ, which was for the world title. Who was champion going into it? Taker. Oh, right. it was, okay. yeah. Sweet. Going into uh, the Iron Man match, that wasn't it? It was what? Going into the WrestleMania Iron Man match. Ah, right, right, right. And if you guys want to talk about more Royal Rumbles, let's go! Because <laughs> 2001 happened! Oh, oh Royal Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Dudley boys beat Edge and Christian for the tag tails. Nice. Uh, Chris Jericho beat Chris Bay won a ladder match for the Intercontinental title. Oh, that sounds like it could be fun. It's, it's it was. It's, it's a really good match, yeah. Uh, Ivory beat China retaining the women's title. I, that Angle. Was, oh. That was when they did the uh, Owen Hart spot, wasn't it? I can't remember. Yeah. I tend yeah, not I to tune in. <laughs> yeah, I was talking about it the other day. China did the spot with you and neck, and then it was. You said it was like eerie, eerily like Owen's death, and it wasn't too long afterwards. It was like yeah. eighteen months afterwards, so he was like, "Yeah, it was a bit uncomfortable." He did that. Was that the this... angle? Yeah. Was that the same year that at the Mania later China <laughs> beat Ivory? She came with yeah. that yeah. rocket launcher thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Uh, and Kurt Angle beat Triple H retaining the WWF title. <clears throat> Who won the Rumble? In the main event, Stone Cold wins his third Royal Rumble Oy. from number 27, last eliminating you know, Kane. Yes, Big you know Bandy why, Steve. You know why that is, don't you, Troy? Go on. We're on the road to the fucking My Way video package, aren't we? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> if you go to our Getting to Know You episode, you can find out we voted the best video package ever made. Ever, ever, ever. Give it a listen. It's very good. And in 2008, Raw on this date became the first WWE program to broadcast in high definition. Oh. Mm-hmm. Nice. I remember that being a really big deal when they did that, and it was like, now it's like, why? Yeah. Well, it was when they debuted that big lightboard set. Oh, yeah. And then they, they were like, oh, yeah, we got new sets for all the shows. And then it was like the same one on each show. Like, oh, here we go. <laughs> it was the beginning, beginning of them, like, gentrifying everything. Yeah. Now they're filming with 8K cameras, and they've realized how to use depth of focus. 
Well, because <laughs> they're using uh, 8K cameras, though, they've forgotten how to fucking do like basic things like editing. Yeah. <laughs> and switching cameras. <laughs> and finally, in 2020, a year ago today, at the AEW Dynamite taping, a Jericho Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea, Hangman and Kenny Omega beat SCU to become second ever AEW Tag Team Champions. Nice. They're one of your favourite tag teams, aren't they, Aaron? Yes, they are. You can find out about that on our Getting to Know You episode yes. about our favourite tag teams. <laughs> go check it out. And if it's you go to good. if you go to Twitter, you can find out Jericho retweeted this tweet today. So then hours oh, yeah. later liked it. <laughs> <laughs> it took over six hours to like it afterwards. Like, but like yeah. a man checking for fucking emails, <laughs> seeing if you got the reply. <laughs> Probably just click the like button, button trying to open the tweet. <laughs> Beautiful. Was that your last one? Sorry, mate. Yes, that's me done. Cheers, Cheers mate. mate. Thank you very much. As always, very, very interesting. Um, did you did you like the little fake out I did there where I started going into it because I knew you'd kick off like last week? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, excuse me. <coughs> I couldn't even see his face. Like, what the fuck's he doing? <laughs> Uh, I was hoping we'd catch it on air. Oh, well. Um, but yeah, NXT was good. Um, so it starts off with Kashida and Leon Ruff versus The Way in a dusty classic first round match. Um, Ruff and um, Theory start the match. They do a lot of like trading reversals with signatures. Like um, Leon Ruff like rolled out of the, um, what's it, the Blue Thunder Bomb. Yeah. And he brought, reversed that, trying to turn it into the crucifix bomb, and then mm. Theory reversed that. Um, Kashida comes in, starts like working Theory's arm a bit, and then the way he keeps Kashida isolated for a while. Um, Ruff makes a hard tag. He t- takes down uh, Theory with a series of kicks and goes for like that springboard cutter. Gargano distracts him, and then Theory catches the cutter attempt and turns it into a blue thunder bomb. That looked fucking mental. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. They, these two had really good chemistry. I know they worked together in um, Evolve before, but oh, did clearly they? worked. Yeah, uh, but yeah. clearly they worked a lot more than I thought. Um, oh, it shows. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It really did. Um, there, there was a long bit where like Ruff was trying to get the hot tag on Kashi on Kashi there. Um, Gargano pulled him off the apron in the way. Hit a really cool like backbreaker, neckbreaker combo. Mm. Um, that looked really nice, and then. Uh, Rough hitters, twisting cutter, and tags in Kashida. That looked fucking cool. That yeah, Kashida's really, really hot good. tag was amazing as well. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Did like he did like the handspring kick, and then that's it. It looked like in one fluid motion, he like landed on his feet, went through the ropes, and, and then tornado, hit, like, tornado Johnny was, yeah, the apron. It was nuts. Um, yeah, uh, Gargano and Theory hit like a Ushigaroshi super kick combo on. Um, I want to say it was Kashida. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, it was because I've got something in the next bit. I just hadn't wrote down who it was for that. Um, <laughs> Gargano gets a theory to hold him. He goes to do like the super kick part of the DIY finisher. Um, Ruff makes the save. Kashida goes for a hoverboard lock. Gargano rolls him up, and then Kashida hits a straight jacket Northern Light suplex for the win. Which that was gorgeous. fucking awesome. Oh yeah, this was a great match. That was really fun. After this, we get. Um, well, actually, first I'll just just say I didn't. I was quite surprised that Kashida and Ruff won. Because um, I wasn't actually. 
they, no, they built was, away as being like one of the favourites, though. But they've done yeah, that with well, they've done that's because Wayne done. Barrett told you that multiple times <laughs> well, no, that he was his favourite. <laughs> no, more more because it was kind of like a new faction that they've just mm. like introduced. So you'd think they booked them strong as fuck. But yeah. There were a couple of results tonight in the tag team matches that surprised me. This one didn't, but there was one maybe two later that did. Um, yeah. I can tell you whenever Kushida and Ruff have their next match, uh, Gargano's going to get involved in it. And it's going to oh, fuck of course Kushida it is. Up. Well, it's going to yeah. f- fueling Gargano it and also, Kushida, isn't it? It's also a continuation of a story from last year's Dusty Cup, which is quite cool. Oh, is it? Yeah, because last year Kushida... Um, was in the Dusty Cup against um, Grizzled Young Vets with Alex Shelley as a tag team partner to reform time splits. Oh, of course. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Them. So now he's with uh, Leon Ruff against the Grizzled Young Vets. Ha, awesome. Just a little, little, nice little continuation there. I like that. Yeah. Because right, um, they meant that, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. off and <laughs> <laughs> Just enjoy well, it. If it's a happy it accident, mate. Uh, it's I'm... cool either way, isn't it? <laughs> Listen, you tell us about fucking someone scratching their arse on Raw like 18 years ago today. <laughs> so let me fucking have this one, you blit. Jesus Christ. Um, so, <laughs> um, anyway, moving on. Sorry you had to hear that, guys. Um, <laughs> Pete, Pete Dunn says um, that... <laughs> you okay, Aaron? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Pete Dunn says cry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pete Dunn says that Finn Balor left the UK scene to die he came and rebuilt it um, and he basically says that Finn should pass the torch to him this was a pretty good promo um, yeah I like this and then after this uh, Mal- Malcolm Bivens is pacing outside William Regal's office Tyler Russ comes up. He says Tyler Russ is the future, and then Tyler Russ leaves Regal's office and says, Oh, I got here a bit earlier. Sorry. I just thought of going. Bivens looks upset, and Russ says he's got a match with Bronson Reed tonight. And Bivens like, You've missed a vital line that Bivens says because it's that shite and awful. <laughs> he's a diamond in the rust. Piss. Come on, Malcolm, don't, you're better than that. Bivens is don't, the best thing going. <laughs> don't you ever say anything bad about Malcolm Bivens again, you little shit. After saying that line. <laughs> Allow Remember, it. He's a diamond in the rust, all right? Well, that was good. It's be- it was better than when fucking Heyman says Reinsing, let's be honest. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but if you want to split hairs there over at Aaron, um, I can think of worse things managers say. Um, <laughs> anyway, back to what, what I was saying. Um, so uh, Bivens looks upset and says, when he finds out that it's uh, Bronson Reed he's facing, he's like, well, that's not the di- direction I li- I'd like, but what's done is done. And I, I, I really like this like, sort of chemistry these two have, to be fair. Yeah. Um, this then leads us to um, Carrion Cross versus Ashanti Adonis. Um, very, very routine match. Uh, no, uh, my. You- do, yeah. The fuck the fuck is Scarlet wearing on her head? It's like a crown of thorns, mate. What, I thought it coming out like, her face. I thought it looked like I thought it looked like venom. It did. It looked because it think it looked like thorns when they were close to it. Mm. So I think it was just some weird shit. I mean, I don't question anything Scarlet wears these days because it's always fucking mental, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Um, You're a fine one to talk about attire. I've seen some of the shit you wear, Aaron. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, casual. Seen, we've seen enough of those casual. fucking Ric shorts. Casual wear, mate. Anyone that's walking around with a fucking pair of shorts that says woo across his fucking todger. Her, her and her thighs will be chafing like fucking that. <laughs> fucking cuz. <laughs> I mean, I, I imagine the cross <laughs> like tapped it up comfy. before he put it in it. <laughs> um, oh, anyway, God. so the match itself was very, very short. Uh, Northern Lights suplex, two doomsday Saitos, and a big punch to the back of the head. Adonis wins. Nah, I'm only joking, lads. Cross wins. Um, <laughs> after, they, they, they're really doing a like, big thing to like sell this like, forearm to the back of their like, head slash neck. Yeah. Uh, Adonis was doing like a good job of like selling his neck after being dumped on his head with the doomsday as well. Mm. Um, so right. Cross, Cross forgets how to pin properly because there's an awkward count because Cross had his arm under the shoulder. Oh, I noticed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, Cross uh, play the game. It, it's mad that isn't it? They, they'll uh, they'll be like dead finicky about like squash matches like that, but in the WrestleMania main event when Ronda Rousey's shoulders were like a fucking foot <laughs> off the mat. Yeah, so it was cool though the fact that they were like checking up on him, like they had the medics checking on him, he was really mm. selling the neck. Uh, Desmond Troy's checking up on him, and um, Cross just comes back in the ring and like cross jackets him and chokes him out, and then everyone's checking on both of them. Um, we then get a MSK vignette, which was it was very similar to some of the stuff they'd done, like as the rascals, minus yeah. all the weed use in a. TNA because you know weed doesn't fucking exist in WWE. Riddle well, just like same streets as as rabbit eats. No, no, it's just bro, bro nuts. That's all. It bro is. nuts, yeah. Just edibles, mate. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, it's I I thought it was great. You start off like doing like a Borat impression, and you like um, I can't remember his fucking name. Wesley is like, yeah. Why are you doing that? He's like, oh, you know, just to throw everyone off. He's like, oh, very nice. <laughs> very nice, I like. Um, and they, they had, like, uh, Ember Moon. And didn't they have someone else as well on it? Like, talking about them? Or am I just um, imagining? They definitely had Ember Moon. Basically, was, just Ember talking Moon about definitely there. how exciting they were and, like, yeah. how they're going to be a hot prospect. Um, so that means Ember Moon's been watching some Impact Wrestling over the years, boys. I think she... <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure she trained with Desmond Xavier. Oh, okay. Fairly sure of that. I could be wrong. It could be a Zach Wentz instead, but it, I'm pretty sure she's trained. She trained with one of them. It's um, not Zach Wentz. It's Nash Carter. Gosh. Same fucking difference, mate. <laughs> <It's> um, no. <laughs> they should do. They should do with them what they did with someone on a NXT UK. Um, Bend them off. Try to have to think about what I mean there. <laughs> Say it again. Shasta Samuels last week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just okay. having denounced the WWE name That's like it. mid-match. <laughs> I was trying to work out we was like, oh yeah, Penny Shrops. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they basically say they're gonna win the Dusty Cup. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't. Um I've got them on. They're winning it. <laughs> you didn't pick them, you picked someone else, didn't you? Um, no, no. <clears throat> I put them as soon as they came out because Troy already had Dean and Maverick, I was like, I'll go MSK then. I thought you said the Rascals. Same thing. Are you sure? Because you just called me on, mate. Well, Wentz. you called me You said Zach Wentz and Nash Carter, I... two different people, mate. So, well, you know. it's 
Rascals with an S. Just want to make sure we're on the same page here, mate. Rascals with an S, not a Z. I suppose Rick Joseph did call them a couple of rascals last week. A couple of high flying <laughs> rascals. Classic Vic. Classic Rick Vance. Um, <laughs> after this, we get um, Martina, Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm uh, basically saying they're going to knock out uh, Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter. From Tony Storm has a great shirt on. The it glasses on boss as well. Oh, yes. It glasses are like spiky. They look like uh, those those things you used to... Um, it's like carpet, uh, car potatoes. Oh yeah, do you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah, potato yeah. peeler. Um, <laughs> I, I liked Storm's line of "For all I care, you can preheat your little easy bake oven, do your TikToks, yeah. and do your silly little cartwheels." I don't. I didn't get that line. Uh, Was it just little, I think I'm guessing. Just because they were like best, best uh, friends, so they'd be sitting like in the room playing with their easy bake oven and. Well, Right. Doing dances because um, that's I mean, what they do. I, I, oh. ima- I imagine, um, well, it, we'll it's not... Katie Catanzaro, I imagine she'll be a surprise entrant in the Rumble because uh, she likes going to places with lots of people. Hey. Hey. I, forgot to, I forgot to make that joke about Ricochet yesterday, so uh, <laughs> I thought I'd double down on the Katie Catanzaro one today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this leads us to Imperium versus Lucha House Party next, um, which I thought was excellent. I thought this was a really good match. Yeah, there was, there was a couple of, like couple of um, spots where they like fucked up a little bit, but it didn't like. Uh, it, if anything, it kind of added to like the sort of like grittiness of the match a bit. Before before yeah. you properly get into the match, Barrett wants a pair of Tony Storm sunglasses. Beth says he can't afford them. More on that later. Oh, okay. okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, the match itself, um, the, it was basic, pretty much the basic thing of Imperium like grounding the luchadors and the luchadors coming in and doing all the high fly shit uh, stuff. Mm. So, um, early on, Barthel is dominating uh, Dorado. Metalik tags in and hits a splash off Lindsay's shoulders, which Lindsay awesome. actually walked backwards a couple of steps, which yeah. is just yeah. mental in itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Beth goes, bodies are not made to do this. You've never been in the circus then, Hen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or a wrestling ring, apparently, because people do it off the top rope. Eichner tags in, hits a massive backbreaker on uh, Metalite, which looked nasty. Mm. Um, Lindsay goes for a dive outside. Eichner catches him. Charges him into the apron and then body slams him on the floor, which sounded horrible. Yeah, like throwing a stack of potatoes on Oh, yes, oh, ridiculous. I, I the thing love is, Imperium. I do. The thing is, as well, with Eichner is that when he got signed by WWE, he'd lost like something like 40 pounds for the Cruiserweight Classic. Really, yeah, he was, he was in the Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah, um, I remember, I remember he was in the Cruiserweight Classic, I didn't realize yeah. he'd lost so much to be in it. Him and Cedric Alexander both did. They dropped a load of weight to go to that. Bloody Cedric hell. stayed that weight class, and Eichner like just piled it back oh, on and was like, become a fucking tank. Damn. Um, yeah, uh, Lindsay hit like a really cool like rebound tornado DDT on Bartel at one point. Like it was. Oh yeah, Bartel, yeah that was sick. Yeah, Bartel looked like he was going for a superplex. Lindsay reversed yeah. it. His his legs landed on the ropes and he used his momentum to like. 
DDT him. Yeah, um, it was really cool. They also had a really cool move where um, Lindsay had gone, was well, he was setting up for a code red, metal hit a drop kick off the top rope, and then Lindsay followed through with the code red. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at like this point, Barrett thinks Lucha House Party are so fast that he goes, um, they've swapped gear. Beth goes, you might need glasses instead of those sunglasses. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, Beth. Oh, clever. I like it. <laughs> Good old Beth, keeping it, keeping it together. Um, <laughs> uh, there was a cool spot as well where Eichner hits a brain buster on Lindsay and at the same time, Barthel hits an air raid crash on Metal League. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Metal League then breaks up the Eurobomb. Um and moonsaults onto the outside onto Eichner. Lindsay hits Barthel with a super kick and a shooting star press to win. I was quite it was it was one of them. I feel like they booked themselves into a corner by putting Luke Jow's party in this because they're currently number one contenders for the Royal Tag titles, I believe. Yeah. That's no exactly what I thought. Not be booked yeah. strong. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they, like. they couldn't. Oh god. No, no, I was just gonna... yeah, go on. I was just going to say he couldn't like have lost really in the first round because then it makes it obvious that the hair business is going to beat them. Yeah. What are you going to um, say? What I like about it is like, so firstly, this was one of a couple of matches that surprised me with who won. But now you say that with them being kind of number one contenders, they book themselves into a corner sort of thing. Mm. However, um, I really like the way that they're using Lucha House Party. Like, they're, to my knowledge, the only people that are on both brands at the moment. Yeah. Apparently, um, I'm looking at Twitter, this seems to be a bit more smoke to, uh, to the fire. Bailey's been teasing that she's going to end up in the uh, women's classic. Yeah, I saw she, she was petitioning to and, get what's her name, Beth Phoenix, as her partner at one point. Yeah. And she was, she was in the crowd last night. Oh, was she? They didn't, they didn't show it, but she put a picture up on Twitter of her, like, sort of stood next to the... the uh, it, well, she made it look like she was in disguise because she had, she had a mask on, so that's the first thing. But then yeah, yeah. she had, like, a hood up as well, I think. And she's, like, just got, like, the like the edge of her face just poking into this picture, <laughs> with, like a selfie with the uh, the trophy behind her. Oh, I see. And, uh, I can't remember who it was. I think it was... Um, Beth Phoenix tweeted something, but people were tweeting, they're like, oh, what's that all about? And she's like, oh, don't worry about it. So... <laughs> Oh, I, I think Bailey's kind of like gonna take out. I, I reckon Bailey's gonna take out one of the new signings who've yeah become partners with somebody and then take that place. Yeah, yeah. I think that's also likely to happen with another. Cause they, I can't remember what it is that they make an announcement. It might be a little bit later on, but a team has yeah. to drop out. So I know yeah. what you're on about. Yeah, it was um, Troy and Adonis because they were that's it. Yeah. by cross earlier in the night. So we're gonna get Not another the- surprise entrance. Like Either that or team. just a buy. Oh, well, oh, maybe. I can't remember who they were meant to be facing. No, um, I can't either. Who's in the bottom corner? Is it not? It was the top right, uh, top left. Uh, uh, pass. Yeah. Can he yeah. remember? Um. But yeah, so after this match, there was a little bit of an interesting development where I, I think I absolutely lost my shit for this, like more than I oh. It was just to jump in. Uh, it was Nice and yeah. Davari. Oh, there you uh, go. Yeah, I'm trying to think who might show possibly in this year if they're showing up on that uh, NXT oh, India thing. The yeah, yeah, which is filming tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah, yeah. 
That could um, well be. That's not a bad shot. And also, that match was meant to be play, taking place tomorrow. Ah, right. So ah, makes it sense. Make sense. Be then. Yeah. Um, that's the only one I can think of. I can't think of the. I don't think they've signed any other tag teams or they've got no. any tag teams that are coming back or anyone from the main roster they could bring down. Nah. Bollywood yeah. boys. They're already out. They got knocked out by... Um, <laughs> Give by, them another chance. They got knocked out by Nagada. Yeah, that's it. The Mumbai cast, that's the Obi. Um, <laughs> what are you yeah, saying? This, this um, next bit you liked? Yeah. yeah. Big surprise return to NXT. Alexander Wolf's just stood on the stage, looked like a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is cool. I don't know if that means he basically stares them down and then he do the post, the Imperium post together. I don't know if that means they're going to go back to NXT UK because I don't know what they do in NXT UK at the moment or whether that means Volt is coming. Yeah, but Volta comes. He's NXT UK champ. You can't have him overseas and then what? NXT UK is without Ooh. a champion of the brand. <laughs> Then what? <laughs> I mean, the way the way the booking Bolter, the way the booking at the moment is he's basically a part timer, isn't he? He's he's Brock Lesnar. He's wrestled like three matches, um, no four matches since NXT UK come back in like September October. They've all been crappy I mean, matches. Let's be honest. I know they've all the, been amazing the matches. The time he's had in the rings probably added up to more than anyone else anyway in those four True. matches. True. Yeah. <laughs> well, what what I'm saying what I'm saying is is they wouldn't miss Volta for like a month or two if you went over to NXT. Oh, I see. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if he were to show up and have like a program with someone, obviously mm. they've still got that Finn Balor Volta program in mind and. With oh. the fact that they're both champions at the moment, yeah, it would be nice to have that at like a worlds apart kind of thing. Um, or take over, take over Dublin, take over specifically, take over Dublin, specifically take over Dublin. I mean, yeah, that would be nice. Uh, I thought you were going to say t- the ne- uh, St. Valentine's Day takeover, where I was like, oh well, yeah, yeah, we're probably getting Pete Dunn versus Finn for that. Oh yeah, yeah, um, St. Valentine's Day massacre, but not St. Valentine's should, Day. Massacre. What should be? Or at very least called Bloody Sunday. Yeah, yeah. It's got two things. It's got Valentine's Day massacre and also Finn Balor's finishes the Bloody Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Or it was in Japan anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so I'm. I was very excited about that. I, I wonder where it's going to go. Mm. Um, we then get away in for Champer and Thatcher's fight pit later on. Uh, Thatcher shoves Champer and then Regal pulls them apart. There was so- twenty. 20- 20 pound weight difference as well. Apparently, Champa's a cruiserweight. Yeah. Did not know. After all that heavy bulking, he's still I mean, a cruiserweight. Still a cruiserweight. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, he's short though, isn't he? Uh, he's still about yeah. six foot, isn't he? Six he's less foot. than six foot. He's less than six foot, yeah. He's like he five was... nine, I think, or five ten. It's something no. like that, yeah. Yeah, because um, I'm Googling five it. eleven, is he not? Oh. Is that just for... me? No, that's just like six that's four. Six two, six three, maybe. That's just huge. Huge. There was a tail <laughs> of the tape that came on later. Yeah, I, I, I think they're both five fits. Did, did not pay attention to it. Ah. I didn't know. <laughs> I was doing this thing, Aaron, that might be new to you called writing notes. Wee. Wee. Also, do you notice Champa, for whatever How's reason, <laughs> is, is growing out his baldy baldy head? Yeah, I know, I didn't like that. Is. It <laughs> makes, makes him look about 20 years older. Not a fan. Not a fan. Yeah. 
<laughs> Especially when you think Champa's only 35. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Champa's 5'11". Oh, okay. On the cusp. So, and Timothy Thatcher, I'm going to Google now just to see. Just, But that was his build hike, so he could be, he could be shorter. Oh, um, yeah. Always had a couple of inches. Uh, no, no, one, no one likes a guy. No one likes a guy under six foot anyway. It's fine. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Thanks. <laughs> Prick. Right, let's move on. <laughs> Very nice, isn't it, mate? Um, so, yeah. Um, uh, where, where was it going with that? Oh, yeah. Beth introduces the women's uh, Dusty Classic, uh, lists a lot of former, like, Women from NXT and their legacies. Yes. She lists she lists all the names, right? And then they all get a cheer or a boo. Sasha Banks gets the biggest boo at the lot of them. Sasha Banks. No, no. No. Sasha Banks got one big boo. There was like a polite clap, but then some fella just going, Bang! Notice did not mention Nia Jax, did mention Carmella. Yes. <laughs> she, she, uh, I think she mentioned Naya on commentary later though um, oh, did she? okay to be fair uh, right. Shayna got a big pop though didn't she? yeah man yeah right, like, I was so. really surprised like fucking hell yeah man a lot of love for Shayna she's boss yeah she's legit like probably my favourite woman's wrestler on WWE like yep. she's so good yeah Um. but yeah uh, all, the, all the teams are still on the stage and then Beth introduces the first match this was cool I like this it was oh, I love this it made it made it feel a lot more important than they made than they'd made it feel previously. Yeah, yeah. So I know they only announced it two weeks ago, but they hadn't really done a lot to like make it as big a deal as they did. This kind of like made it feel okay. Well, this is like this really is an important moment for not not just like the company, but for the women who are involved. I like yeah. that a lot. Uh, yeah, Priscilla, Pris, Priscilla Kelly looking fine. Who? Who? Uh, Geo, what's her pass? Gigi ah. <laughs> Bowden. That's the one. Aye. Come on, mate. Use the real names now. Come on. <laughs> fucking Matt Stars has got to have some respect on his name. You're going to fucking show some respect to Gigi Bowden. <laughs> um, anyway, so. Hey, you made your bed with that one, mate. <laughs> you opened that can of worms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anyway, so we got uh, Storm and Mercedes Martinez versus uh, Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter, or as I'm going to call them for the rest of this, Casey Casey. Um, Casey it's Casey. just easier. Um, Casey and Jojo. Or Casey squared. Um, <laughs> before, but before you get properly into the match, um, so Beth does great commentary, right? Listen to this. I was just going to mention, looking at that trophy, it's so meaningful to be the first, that first, the first ever, the first matchup in the very first <laughs> woman Dusty Rhodes Classic. Come on, Beth, use your words, love. Uh, Bar- Barrett, I'm going to Barrett, the Teddy Long School of announcing. Bar- Barrett proceeds to say, it's so meaningful to be the first winner, Beth. Let's point that out. <laughs> I, love how, I love how dry away Barrett is, like, with stuff like that. Like, no fucking about. He's he's like happy to put himself in a position where he's gonna get the piss took out of him, but you better know that like later in the show, he's waiting. He's just waiting <laughs> for an opportunity. Um, so yeah, the uh, match starts off with the heels just working over the faces. Uh, Martinez reversed the satellite DDT into a power slam, which looked insane. Yeah. Um, Casey hit a top rope hurricane runner on Mercedes at one point. Caden Carter uh, 
as who's I'm just gonna say as well, she's got an amazing hot tag. Yeah, like she she hot tagged in, she like super kicked them, Mercedes and Storm. She did like that roll up thing she does where she does like the double stomp. And then she did she did another roll up. Tony Storm kicked out and she kinda like from the kick out landed on the ropes and uh, springboard drop kicked her, which was just insane. insane. Yeah. Um she's so good. Like she she's someone who needs to be like used a lot more, I think. And I think this is like the beginning of it. Yeah. Um as like Tony Storm gets a bit of an advantage back, um, as she's like looking for the tag from Mercedes, the referee's distracted because she knocks Casey off the uh, apron. Io Shirai comes out of the crowd, attacks Mercedes, throws her over the announce table, and uh, Mercedes is wasted from that point. And Io just buggers off again. She just runs away. Never to be seen again. But job done. <laughs> job done, mate, wasn't it? Job's done. Yeah, <laughs> um, Tony realises she's on her own, and she goes for like, I th- was it Storm Zero she went for or something like that I think so or a German it was one of the two either way she, got, she goes for like one of her signature moves Caden um, mm. reverses she locks in like some weird leg lock thing mm. the, uh, who's that used to do it was it Cody that used to do like an inverted figure four it was it, like, oh, it reminded me a yeah. bit yeah. Um, it reminded me a bit of that uh, Navarro death lock that, um, that Angelico uses yeah I, she, like, I think it's the like same premises. Well. I think it's the same yeah. premises, yeah. Um, it was Triple H that used to do it because he thought he was cool. That's who he used to do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when he would yeah. kind of fucking be like Harley Race. Yeah. From the Reign of Terror. Thought there might have been a reason why I'd forgotten about that. And then Casey Catanzaro. <laughs> um, clearly, she's been doing some training with Ricochet because yeah. she just out-ricocheted Ricochet. <laughs> this um, was mental. And I'm not talking about going to a supermarket without a mask on, folks. Shit's a six thirty corkscrew moonsault. Um, fucking insane, that. Which was just fucking mental. Or um, if if you want to be like Vic Joseph, he goes a fifteen hundred plus seventy two. I failed math. <laughs> well, you can fucking count, can't you? You blurt. <laughs> didn't get a fucking protractor out for it, did he? <laughs> yeah, good. Um, just, just he has it in the air, just looking at her, seeing through it. What angle is she going at? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it only took me like two watches of it to realise like how many rotations and all that she did. Um, <laughs> it literally way, looked like a phoenix splash just with an extra... Extra rotation. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying that like, oh yeah, I could pull it off. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> that was impressive. Yeah. It was impressive. Fucking insane. Uh, yeah. Really good. And uh, Casey and Casey go on to the next round. Um, massive upset. But yep. I I I had the feeling like I, because I was looking at the bracket. I think I actually said this to you guys just before the show that I had a feeling that they were gonna win just based off the fact that they're the only face team on their side of the bracket. Mm. I was like, well, and then even, even like the, the one team I was a bit unsure about when they like did the um, thing on the stage, they had the faces on one side, the heels on the other. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, yeah, they're definitely the only face side on their like side yeah. of the bracket. So they're definitely going through. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought, I thought it was pretty fun match. Yeah. I um, enjoyed it. A lot. And it, they did a really good job of like making um, the faces feel like underdogs. Mm. But so making it believable that they could have beaten the established uh, stars who were just an uneasy alliance. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, then we get to the back and Finn's walking to Regal's office. Um, <clears throat> Mackenzie says to Finn, where are you going? And he just goes, where's it look like I'm going, love? <laughs> <laughs> I was bit... Spin had some fucking brilliant one-liners in the show. Ask silly um, questions, get silly answers. That's it. <laughs> um, he, he says to Regal he wants done, but he doesn't want to give him what he wants straight away, so he wants only and Danny first to get rid of them. Um, and Regal's like, oh, yeah, you need a partner. And Finn, Finn tries to argue it and goes, fine, I see you're not going um, to like see my side of the things, but I've got no friends in this, in this locker room. And then Regal says, we'll keep your enemies closer. And Finn just storms off like with a hook yeah. on. I've got one note on this. What a dull plain office William Regal has. It's just pure black. <laughs> There's no maybe, other colour. Maybe he's it. maybe he's developing some negatives. It's like a dark room. <laughs> I don't know. It looks <laughs> like I don't know if you've seen like the performance center tour thing they'd done on um I can't remember what it was now. They did a virtual tour of it anyway. But it looks like because obviously they've like moved a lot of shit around because they've turned it into the CWC now. Yeah. It looked they had like a room where it was like a recording studio. And oh, like okay. one one thing was like where they'd stand on a green screen, cut the promo, and it was but it was like a soundproof room, like a recording studio. So oh, that's probably yeah. it looks like it was either that room or the studio part of the room, because both right. were tiny rooms. I see. Um, either way, yeah, because I've put hung a picture or something. Mm. I mean they have fucking people hanging a flag up when they're just tying the shoelaces in the back. <laughs> Could have had Regal with a fucking Union Jack and like Sid Scarlett's office on NXT UK. Or <laughs> um, then we get um, we get Swerve stopping Bronson reading the hallway and they've, they've forgotten to put the sound on. But then, <laughs> they but have then to go back to it. <laughs> yeah, they have to go back to it just before Bronson reads match a little bit later on. I basically Swerve says, um, "Stay out of my business and good luck tonight," sort of thing. Um, what the fuck has Bronson Reed got around his neck? It what was a lizard. Got, why has he got a toy lizard on his neck? The, Wade Barrett said something about Godzilla. It's not Godzilla, though, is it? It's it's a ser- was it not a serpent? It looked more like a fucking snake. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do this um, to Bronson. Well, or- Orton can't be the Viper anymore because all his scales have burnt off. So Bronson Reed's taking claim. <laughs> still, still got his eyebrows, though. Still oh. got his eyebrows. Don't forget about them. Even yeah. though he's got full facial burns, his eyebrows are still intact. Oh, Kev- Kevlar thread eyebrows then, mate, and his beard as well. <laughs> Teflon Tash. You, you could see his beard sticking out of the mask. <laughs> um, then we got uh, Champ is getting like the rules explained to him by the referee for later. Um, Mackenzie Mitchell then is making the like announcement about Ashanti and Desmond Troy. Um, she basically said, before she can say anything, no, Casey and Casey come in and celebrating. Yeah. And she just goes, okay, back to you. It was like, so we, we didn't want to hear that breaking news. Okay. What about them? Um, yeah. They have since put a video on YouTube, just like they do like an injury report every week. Ah. Um, and they've just said, oh yeah, these won't be wrestling. Uh, we then get Bronson Reed versus Tyler Rust. He looks a little um, bit like Legolas. He, he's got like a really young body, but a really old face. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it, it's, child. He's got the face of like a 50-year-old on the body of like a 25-year-old. <laughs> it's mad. It's but he's very good wrestler. It's only his face yeah. is going rusty. That's what it is. He's a diamond in the rust, Aaron. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Don't, don't you forget. 
Yeah. The diamonds, the rest of his body, the rust of his face. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, to be fair, it's it's like it's the same thing like I thought about Jay White. If he grows a beard, he'll be fine. Yeah. It's all he grow needs. Be- grow a beard, he won't look he won't look as like not threatening. That's it. Um Jay White grew before Jay White had a beard, didn't look threatening. He looked like a little kid with, with a fucking knife. Now he looks like <laughs> now he looks like a fucking grizzled killer. Great. <laughs> um, before he looked like a scally with a knife. <laughs> yeah. He did. Um uh. little catwig. Um, <laughs> um so the match itself, uh, Russ oh, tries oh, to oh. didn't Bronson Reed get new music? Yeah, or a new video package. I thought he got this it was new music. Did he? I thought it was new. I thought he got it a few weeks back. Ah, I hadn't noticed then if it was a few but weeks it was, back. But it, it was on an awesome. episode that was over the Christmas period, which we didn't cover. Ah, so that'd, be why. that'd be why. That'd be why. I just realised that as I said it, I was like, hang on. It Couple was of weeks would have been Christmas. It was the one. It was the one between Christmas and New Year. Yeah, we didn't cover that. So yeah. Ah, Spo- um, Spoilers: We didn't watch wrestling over the Christmas. <laughs> well, I was too busy in my face. <laughs> I, I did watch it. I just didn't take notes on it. I kind of, and I still got upset at Raw. Um, <laughs> some things never change, eh, guys? Um, well, yeah. Rust uh, tries to cut down Reed, uh, Reed with some kicks. Reed just pounces Rust out the ring. Um, Bivens helps him up and like kind of gives him a pep talk. I really like that. Um, Reed hits an inverted four-way slam, which looks fucking insane. Yeah. Um, and then Rust like rolls out again, and then uh, like Bivens helps him up again, and then uh, Rust there hangs Reed's arm up over the top rope and work, goes to work over Reed's arm. Mm-hmm. Reed powers out. He hits a nice spinning choke slam. Um, Rust hit a Samoan drop off the top rope. Like fighting out with the tsunami. Yeah. Um, Reed then hits a sent on and tsunami to win. Um, it, it, this was this was quite good. I thought like it. Bronson Reed's really good, even though he's doing like quick squash matches. He's really mm. good at making his opponent look good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he he gives them enough on offense that it doesn't hurt him, but it helps them. That's it. Yeah, um, exactly that. And that, that's quite a quite a, like unique trait to have. Like you look at guys like Braun Strowman, and they don't really do shit like that. No, and obviously, like it's a different kind of big man, but it's still quite cool. Still, to see. The, yeah, yeah. That was um, cool. Bivens on the way out as well as giving Rust a pep talk after the match, which I, again I, I like the fact that uh, basically Bivens is sort of there to like, like do his job as a manager, like motivate him. Um, and even even when he said, "Look, don't, um, don't," uh, it's like, "Oh, it's just another stop your own match. Just, like, let me handle that." Yeah. And he shakes his he shakes hand, he goes, Yeah, okay. And he agrees with him, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And he's and he's like, Look, I'm I'm here to make you a star. Don't yeah. you, you don't you just focus on the in ring, I'll do the rest sort of thing. Yeah. It, it's quite it's nice to like it's that. Quite a lot. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like the fact as well, Malcolm Malcolm Bivens is still not straying too much away from his original character where he's like like when uh, when Reed got in the ring, Malcolm Bivens was in the ring just shouting at him. He's <laughs> like, Man, man, it's going to be you. <laughs> um I hope we, we love Malcolm Bivens. Fucking excellent. I love yeah. him. He's so funny. Yeah. And it and he did cinematic matches around the same time that uh, Mahardy first did the final deletion. Oh really? Got a cinematic match with Orange Cassidy on YouTube and it's fucking hilarious. No way. And they're fighting over a backpack. <laughs> Fuck in, off. In like in a car park. It's brilliant. 
<laughs> it's genuinely better than it sounds. <laughs> so uh, after this, uh, Mackenzie asks Finn, who's going to be his tag partner. He says, a couple of people owe me favours. Uh, time to go have a chat. Um, we come back from the break. Uh, Thatcher's getting told the rules of the fight pit. And Finn goes into the Undisputed Era dressing room. Um, I like the fact that Adam like Adam Cole said, oh, look what the cat drag drugging. And uh, <laughs> Finn Balor says, well, I am the cat. Looks <laughs> 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 like he's a dickhead. <laughs> he, he then says, he says to Kyle O'Reilly, um, I, you know what I'm here for? You know what I'm going to ask you about? Are you in or are you still sucking your meals through a straw? Um, Roddy gets really pissed off at that. And Adam Cole's like, calm, calm down, calm down. And Kyle goes, yeah, yeah, I'm in. Uh, and then it's announced that they're going to be teaming up to face uh, Birch and Lorcan next week. Yeah, boy. Be an excellent match. There was a lot of awkward um, silences in this, I noticed. Yeah. Like, it was the same with Finn and Regal earlier, where they just stared at each other for an uncomfortable amount of time. Um, it's the one line Balor goes, you know why I'm here, Kyle? Um, does he? I see no TV does in that he? locker room. I was going to say, what's, what's, <laughs> how does he know? Well, I, think I didn't thing. see him standing awkwardly in front of I, a TV looking at, at an angle. <laughs> I, I, think, I think it's more <laughs> under the assumption that they both would have wanted revenge. Uh, I think it was right. more like, you don't need to, like, we, we talk, it's, it's funny you've said that, Aaron, because we talk about like every week how we don't want to be spoon-fed sh- shit. And then when we're not, something. it's like, oh, I don't understand it. Spoon like, oh, well, me. why would they know that? <laughs> but what Spoon me. You're part of the problem. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's because it's WWE. They do so it like, all the time. Make them understand. Make them understand. Make them understand what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving them answers. Yeah, but it was obvious, like, they got jumped by two fellas. They're both going to want to get revenge. Are you saying if two people jumped, me and uh, you, and I, I went and like said to you, come on, let's go sort that out, you wouldn't know what I'm on about? No, I'd be saying, well, no, because I got jumped. No one jumped again. <laughs> well, I, was, I was talking about going to the police, mate. <laughs> come on, play the game. Jesus. <laughs> Maybe you're part of the problem, dear. Um, <laughs> no. So anyway, uh, Santos Escobar's in the, like walking to the ring next, and Mendoza and Wilder in there. He's basically talking about how he's the champion of champions. He doesn't need to break a curse like Johnny Gargano. He doesn't get his jaw broken every match like Finn Balor, and he doesn't uh, fail to make his first defense like Karrion Cross. Um, boom, in boom and fucking boom, son. Yeah. He then he then gets in the ring and basically gives a uh, wild and um, Mendoza like a pep talk about winning the Dusty Cup. Luchao's party come out and brawl with them. Uh, Legado <laughs> del Fantasma about to hit. Um, it was Lince, wasn't it, with the belt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ed Stallion comes in and makes the stage. Uh, wait, wait, Barrett, wait, Barrett. At this point, who on earth is that? <laughs> exactly, Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know who he was. I didn't even know who he, he was. He won, he won a title shot about three months ago on uh, 205 Live, and he'd done fuck all with it. Oh. Um, Did yeah. he not even have a match? He hasn't had his match yet, no. Oh. He's yeah. having, well, the, no, that's well, why he announced This is it, it yeah. <laughs> it's a fight, but 
that even Wade Barrett, who's working for the company, goes, who on earth is that? <laughs> even Wade doesn't watch 205 Live. <laughs> um, I'd, I'd love to see the viewing figures for that. I know. The rate, if you think the ratings for fucking Raw are bad, what's, <laughs> if you think the Wednesday night was bad, what's the comparison between Impact and 205 Live? <laughs> Wait, hang on, 205 Live isn't broadcast, isn't it? I thought it was only on the network. Not on the network, yeah, but they'd still have viewing figures. Oh, well, I didn't know if they included that as part of or for, it was separate because no, no, streaming for the, service. Because like, they still have like the premiere, don't they? Oh, okay. Yeah, so they, it's like YouTube with the premiers, so they'll, yeah, they'll yeah, still yeah. have that. Um, fair enough. Which is where they go off. So I'd love to see all, all like 10,000 people who watch it. I, I say ten, that word ten thousand demographic one. <laughs> ten thousand. <laughs> to be fair, there's there's people on Twitter who like tweet about it regularly that like we follow. Like fucking hell, someone's watching it then. Um, Dedicated fan me. base. Saying that, people in yeah, the states I'm, probably say the same thing about NXT UK, and here we are reviewing it every week. Mate, you put people in the UK say the th- same thing about NXT UK it's fine um, <laughs> we love it so fuck but it yeah, um, yeah Stallion Evans the odds and Legado del Fantasma retreat um, then we go to Killian Dane and Drake, Drake Maverick getting interviewed uh, Dane gets asked the question and Drake just cuts him off straight away <laughs> and Dane just looks angry and His Drake's like well you know they're a really it. good team <laughs> yeah he's like they're a really good team but I think we try our best we show them we're not messing around. We're going to win this match. And uh, you see, like, Dane in the back. Like, eh. And he goes, oh, that was good, though. I like that. And he just, like, slapped him on the arm and walks <laughs> Um, And then Mackenzie's asking uh, Kurt Stallion about his Cruiserweight title shot. Uh, before he can answer, Escobar says he'll give him the shot next week and expose him as a rookie. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do what they did with Leon Ruff and have Stallion win that. Oh really? Mm. No, he's, we've got we've got to get that unification match between him and fucking Jordan. Well, Devlin. I that's the thing. I thought when he was doing that promo earlier, when he was saying he was the champion, I thought champion, he was alluding to. That. I thought he was building up to that. I was like, I was ready for Jordan Devlin to appear on the screen with his massive head, <laughs> little body, massive head, just fill up the Thunderdome <laughs> with his whole head. <laughs> get him the ace. <laughs> Give um, us Devlin against Escobar. Do it. Not too much. Do it. Uh, but yeah, um, that that should be an interesting match. Obviously, like Kurt Stallion, someone I've seen bits of. Mm. I think, if I remember rightly, he had his fine. Uh, Matt Riddle had his final match on the Indies against him. I think. Oh, okay. I want to say that he was. He was like Matt. Matt Riddle was like protege in Evolve. Um, yeah. He's one that I thought would have been signed sooner, to be honest. But there we go. Um, but yeah, uh, then we get to the main events, which was the fight pit, which oh, oh yeah, oh, chef's kit, oh, yes. Um, you okay? Aaron? You okay? Yeah, I'm. You look, do you look a bit rattled. No, not at all. <laughs> okay. Um, I just looked at you like had this really intense look on your face. Like, you all right? <laughs> um, <laughs> So, thinking, thinking about Jericho liking his tweet again. Yeah, still fantasizing. He's, he's thinking, who off NXT? Can he get to retweet? <laughs> um, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll check the fucking numbers while you are simping over this fight pit match. It's like 160. Wow. I've just checked. <laughs> wow. 
Wow. 161, <laughs> you blurt. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't have people fucking pretending to be Shawn Michaels. Like, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> sorry, pal. Um, I, 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 to be fair, I thought the actual presentation of this was awesome. Yeah, man. The the way that like they had them enter up the stairs, it was like a UFC fight. Yeah, um, it was cool. Really, really cool. And then they had them stand on the platform either either side of the screen while they're showing the rules. Yeah. Um, so the rules are essentially a last man standing match with submission, but mm-hmm. it didn't a fight bit, which was cool as fuck because it's just a big evil looking cage. Um, no ropes either, which I forgot about. No ropes. Uh, so both men brawl on the platform at the top. Uh, Champa teases throwing Thatcher off the like over the top out to the crowd, um, which it's about. They say it's about twenty feet high, wasn't it? it was similar yeah. similar height to a steel cage essentially. Yeah. Um, Thatcher hits a mean-looking suplex onto the platform and tries to single like to single like Champa into the pit, like he's trying to roll him over into the fight pit. Um, sorry about that. Um, we get more brawling. Um, Champa guillotines Thatcher on like the railing, with like oh yeah uh, yeah not, yeah, not the guillotine like headlock guillotine guillotine as in like he, the catapult like guillotine catapults up and yeah neck first um, and. Champa then throws uh, Thatcher into like into the actual cage. Oh, sorry, he goes to the break, comes back. They're in the cage now. Yeah. Um, Champa throws Thatcher into the cage, knees him into the back of the head. Um, Thatcher throws Champa shoulder first into the cage, and that starts like the telling like the story of each trying to hate each other. There was a really nasty spot where uh, Thatcher was bending Champa's fingers back, and he had oh, grabbed yeah, yeah. the hand, like drove it into the floor. That, that looked horrible. horrible. If you watch, watch some Pete Dunn matches. Yeah, and he's just sat there grinning like a Cheshire cat, like <laughs> admiring his work. Horrible <laughs> bastard. Um, Nasty. Champa goes for a sit for the single leg crab, um, and Thatcher kicks Champa into the cage. He locks in a sleeper, and Champa low blows him, hits Willow's bell off the back of the ref. And that then, was funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's more uh, fist fighting. Champa does like a DDT into like one of the bars of the cage. Oh, that vicious. Um, Hits a fairy tale ending and then locks in a sleeper. And Thatcher, like, I thought this was cool because, like, at, at first I thought, wait, is Thatcher just no selling that? But then you look, like, at his reaction, like, his, his actual facial expressions. Yeah, yeah. And as soon as the sleeper goes in, it's like his face changes, like, is he, like he's going to fight or flight. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, and it's like, it's like one of those things, like, oh, fucking hell. He, like, he knows he's, like, almost lost here. Mm. Um, Champa goes for, like, is it the run knee in the corner? Yeah. I think so. And he gets his like leg caught in the scaffold, and as he's trying to get down, Thatcher locks his other knee into a stretch stretch muffler, and like lo- basically gets like a butcher's grip on his hands and locks it in. Champa taps out. It's fucking um, awesome finish. It's really, really cool finish. Yeah. Um, again, the the whole thing it's it's how I expect them to do um, cinematic matches going forward, like mm. where they can do it, where it's still. It's still within like the realms of the crowd, yeah. But it's just shot differently, yeah. Because it was yeah. shot, it was shot more cinematically than like. Oh, yeah, yeah, it felt different to everything. Else. One of the normal matches they do. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. It was, um, it was a bit darker. It was a bit dingy. Like the CWC's a bit grittier looking, anyway, isn't it? But then with that, they had like the LEDs that went around the outside of the platform, and then the rest of it was just all blacked out, which was really nice. Just the one yeah, screen. It was like there. it was like spotlight onto the fight pit. Yeah. Awesome, um, really nice presentation. Yeah, but really, really well presented. 
uh, presented. Mm. Um, after the match, both men stare each other down, kind of like in respect. Yeah. Um, I don't think this is the end of the feud, but I thought this was fantastic. I thought it was yeah. really... We're going to get a last really, man standing, aren't we? Finish it off. Something like that. Probably, or something like a bit more... Maybe they might even go for like a submission match or something. Ooh. That's one thing I've said for fucking ages. Don't get enough submission matches anymore. Mm. I mean, Thatcher's someone who's genuinely... Ultimate submission match. Or is that Iron Man version? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They only did the one for that, didn't they? Yeah. Um, Angle Bemo. That'd be cool. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, this was a very, very cool match. Mm. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought so. Like, as I say, I thought it was really well shot, the whole thing. Um, and it, it's it's one of those things where it's quite hard to kind of make something feel different from everything else. Yeah. And with the with the fight pit, like they were comparing it to like the Lions then matches, but then the, even then they were like, oh yeah, but this is why it's different. Mm. Uh, and you look at the actual like setup of it and it is just a steel cage with like a platform on top of it yeah. and no ropes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it feels different to anything else they do. Mm. I, th- I think it's cool as well, like giving like NXT sort of like gimmick their own gimmick matches to stand aside from like. Oh yeah, it's different from else. anything else. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. You look at NXT; <laughs> they've got this, they've got War Games, they've got um, when they did that three stage the hell match and they had the cage with all the weapons on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just stuff like that which really helps it stand out from everything mm. else. Mm. Um, long may it continue. Absolutely, it does, definitely does feel like a breath of fresh air whenever I watch NXT these days. Certainly. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was the show. Uh, what were our highs and lows, fellas? Um, my high would be just that general first, that well, not first announcement, but that introduction for the uh, women's Dusty Cup. Although it was really cool, although it carried a lot of weight to it. it was, again, we were saying about presentation. I like that they had both people on the side and they kind of, they illuminated them at the end, didn't they? They weren't kind of visible yeah. from the off. Um, yeah, it was just really nice. There was a lot of prestige to it. Um, and we go on a lot about how the women's tag team's belts um, are just wasted at the moment. And I think this is a really nice to showcase a bit of women's tag team wrestling. And hopefully we just get the belts put on NXT and the- that's where they stay. They did say the winners will get a tag title shot, didn't they? As well, yeah, yeah. But I so, love yeah, that. It, it it would it's a it feels like a really good way to kind of rejuvenate the division. And yeah, for sure. Make the belts mean something a bit more. Yeah. Hey, what about a low? Um, if, if I've got one, it's difficult actually. Um, there wasn't an awful lot. Um. Uh, I can't really think of one. Um, Finn Balor's awkward silences in his interviews, <laughs> taking up fucking dead air, dead air time. It's not for so me. So stealing thing- everyone else's oxygen, you pleb. The thing is, when he does that, though, is that uh, he does it where he's just looking at people with disdain. Yeah. As if, why have you just said that, you dickhead? <laughs> Aaron, also, your... so they can all understand his Irish accent. Um, and that. <laughs> yeah. What were yours, Aaron? Uh, what about you, Aaron? Uh, my high I'm going to give to Imperium and Lucha House Party. Nice. Because it was a banger air match. It was good. Uh, my low is going to be 
Cross versus Ashanti, not because it was bad, because it was just the dullest thing on this card. We've seen it a past couple of weeks to Cross killing someone. I know, is, it's, I know it's building up to him doing something, but that's the thing. It's they're dragging their feet while they're waiting for the baller match, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. It's not like it's not like they're introducing someone new that we haven't seen before that they're planning on giving a push. So they have to put him in squash matches. We've already had that for when he won the belt. So why are they doing it again? We already know he's a credible threat to the belt. We already know it's likely that they're going I, to get a match. I will and probably say, take it again. They are, um, they are building up that finisher, aren't they though? The punch to the back of the head. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously he needs a couple of like meaningless wins to make that to feel that more important. A bit more. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that's kind of what they're getting at. Because mm. if you you look at um you look at finishes and like when people like just introduce something, first time you see it, you need and you don't either love it or hate it, you're like, Well, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah. So if they can build up the fact that he's he's like literally dumping people on the head and then punching them in the back of the neck <laughs> and it's like that that's the final like nail in the coffin, so to speak. Yeah. It, if they can, if they keep doing that, eventually it's like when he hits that, it's going to be like, oh fuck, that's it, it's over. That's it, lights out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I see. What were yours? Highs um, and lows. My high was probably the fight pit. I just really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Two of my favorite guys uh, just beating the living piss out of each other <laughs> in a big fuck off cage. And as I say, presentation was good, but I, I genuinely thought this show was really good, like from top to bottom. Uh, I think my low, it wasn't actually something that was on the show. It was the fact that we didn't have any Zaylee and Bowie. Oh yeah, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, because oh. they didn't even they didn't even do like a video package or anything. So I was like, oh. no. it, like it's one of those things that we consistently said is fucking great every week. And I thought, yeah, yeah. I thought, and again, like there was obviously stuff with the um, with when you look at the presentation where. They were like cutting out entrances and stuff like that. And we talked talked about them trying to cram as much stuff in as possible yeah. in that two hours, like last week. But at the same time, when you look at like the Santos Escobar promo, could have been a bit shorter. There was a lot of backstage interviews where they could have done that as one segment, as opposed to dragging it out like mm-hmm. the whole thing, like saying I'm going to go to some talk to someone and then showing up in the undisputed era's dressing room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like if. The, vin- the vignettes they've been doing have only been like what 30 seconds you know mm. what I mean it's, how do you not find something for that when it's like literally one of the most compelling things they've got on TV yeah 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 um, yeah but, I mean I, I, I'm I only saying that as well because they didn't like there was literally nothing on the show where I was like well I didn't like that I didn't enjoy that yeah yeah like, even like the, the Santos Escobar thing I thought it was a good promo it wasn't necessarily it, it wasn't necessarily like going anywhere until he brought up Kurt Stallion Mm-hmm. But even then, they, they paid it off later in the show when they like announced yeah. the match. Yeah, yeah, um, and it served its purpose. But yeah, just just a lack of that because, of, as I say, it's been You've very very it. entertaining. Yeah, and very different. And I think that's the thing at the moment. If something's different, it's going to stand out to us more, isn't it? Yeah, oh, for sure. And that's what we need in wrestling at the moment because Raw's shit because a lot of it's like. The same fucking copy and paste. Week after week. Week mm. after week. 
Even yeah. throughout the show, same copy and paste. They'll have like like Aaron said there last was it last week with the run-ins. Mm-hmm. Pizza boys. Um, Pizza yeah. boys, mate. And, <laughs> yeah. And then this this week there was um oh fuck, what was the thing this week? There was a reoccurring thing this week as well. But I can't remember what it was. But either way, it was like it's the same thing every week where it's like, mm. oh yeah, we've got this, we've got this and it doesn't stand out. So when they have so, stuff where with NXT, where like every match feels different from the other, even when they've got like four tag team matches on the show, yeah, it's it's nice. It's mm. very enjoyable. Yeah, man. More please, thanks Triple H, all that nonsense. Um, anyway, <laughs> more of that, that please, um, Uncle Paul. <laughs> yeah, that was NXT. Um, before we go, where can I get some nice products for my beard, please, Troy? Thatchface.com <laughs> Head over to Thatchface.com Use the discount code TroyXL85 And get yourself 20% off your purchase So there's brushes, beards, balms, oils, uh, gift packs and stuff like that So yeah, head on over to Thatchface.com Use the discount code TroyXL85 Get yourself 20% off And uh, Aaron, if uh, people want to come and simp with us about the fight pit um, where can they find us on social media uh, <laughs> don't come to my Twitter go to theirs or you can go to at Untitled Rest Pod on the Twitters what about Facebook Facebook you can go to Untitled Rest on Podcast I don't know I've done an awkward silence like Balor there what, do you like that what, I made what, a blend what about in. Twitch <laughs> what, about, what about Twitch what about YouTube come on mate play the game you do this every fucking show <laughs> <laughs> YouTube at yeah. Untitled Wrestling Podcast and Twitch at Untitled Rest Pod. Well done, Thanks, mate. Thank you. We got there in the end. Uh, <laughs> thank, thanks for, for listening, guys. We hope to catch you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Bad promo time from Jake the Snake Roberts. You step up, and if you don't think I'm big enough, then you grab a hold of me. And you'll know what I'm growing, my man. Within your hands, I will get as big as I need to be to do the job on you. Now, it doesn't take a very big snake to do the job. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jake Roberts, master of the promo. Sexy, sexy Jake Roberts. Sexy Jake. (laughs) 